0: Hello everyone and welcome back for some more freshly brewed drag tea. Today I have with me a Drag Race icon who charmed us with her quirky personality and lovable humour when she competed on Season 1 and All Stars 1 of RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm super excited for you all to get to know her better and learn more about her amazing journey in drag. We'll of course be talking all things Drag Race and I'll be asking some of the great questions you all sent in. Please join me in welcoming the queen of walking children in nature herself and the star of The Dish, the amazing Tammy Brown. Hola, hello, that's
1: hello in Spanish.
0: Hola, ¿qué tal? Hi. Hola. So lovely to have you. My audience is so excited to hear from you.
1: Thank you. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to welcome your audience.
0: Well, thank you so much for being here. I know uh, we, we were talking before we started. So you're currently in Florida, correct? So I hope you're getting some lovely sun if there
1: is any. Well, today is, it's been rainy these past two days.
0: Well, what I must you- say I'm, I'm, I'm in London, and it kind of it's sunny, but it's always cold and raining here. So I'm kind of jealous that you're in sunny it's or sunny, at least warm florida it's sunny today in london it's sunny but cold okay
1: at least y'all getting some sun
0: that's true
1: <laughs> that's the only one thing i don't like about england it's so so gloomy a lot overcast all the time because i do love the i love ireland
0: really So, uh, well, I mean, I think we'll all agree that we would love some more sun, but also some more sunny personality like Tammy Brown in our lives.
1: (laughs) Well, I don't know what's going on with your clubs, Uh, club kids and all those other people that bring, what is this new drag, this RuPaul's Drag Race? They had their drag con and then they had Teletubby, someone Teletubby with the Teletubby, someone lip-syncing to one of RuPaul's songs. And I said, shame on you, RuPaul, shame on you world of wonder. Why didn't you have me come on Teletubby's Teleport? teleport me to London to do drag con this you emphasize <laughs> that's for madam the puppet which I became friends with madam the puppet by the way the
0: one Raja did yeah 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 yeah. um I, I Wayland flowers and madam yeah 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 <laughs> yes
1: I'm friends with madam who would have thought I became friends with madam actually
0: in Provincetown I can kind of see that, kind of see that. You, you've got quite similar personalities
1: <laughs> oh she's wicked She told me about how she was with Pinocchio, you know, to get getting that little f***er to lie so his nose would grow.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, my audience was very excited. When I announced that I was interviewing you, I had the most amount of questions I've ever had. So they were very, very excited to hear from you.
1: Isn't that interesting? Because I always have the most, like, whenever people do interviews and stuff with me, it seems to be that their biggest show or the most the most questions that they get asked is about me, but I can't get arrested as they say. <laughs> Bitter, yeah.
0: Obviously you made an impact. Um, uh-huh. So I, I think first of all, I'd love to sort of hear a little bit about, um, obviously I think we we know you best from Drag Race and also now The Dish, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But I was wondering if you could sort of take us back in time a little bit and tell us maybe a bit about how Tammy Brown, the character, the drag all came about.
1: Time Machine, if I had a time machine, that's actually my new single that's coming out for my show this year, Time Machine, but um, it's just something natural that always evolved and something that I always wanted to do as a child, of course, I wanted to be a witch as a kid, I, but um, you know, wicked, the word wicked comes, wicked, wicked comes from, witch comes from the word wicked and wicked from the word wicked. We did the study the other night too, and I'm just right on time with the devil and all that jazz. Um, it's just something that, something natural for me, organically just manifested, and I was able to do that, of course, in high school and and um, through high school, and then carry it on in college, and then through college, graduated from college, then pursuing the career after I graduated. And I was also part of one of those for-profit schools where my degree is no longer accredited and I'm stuck with paying this college loan that we have a major problem here in the United States of the Americas.
0: Yeah, well, that's an interesting story to hear about because I think one of the interesting things about you was obviously, so you were on, your first um, season that you were on was obviously the first season, there was season one of Drag Race. And I think you're one of a very few people, maybe the only one really, that you are kind of a very high concept character. And I think you were just so fascinating because I guess people maybe would be interested to hear where y- you out of drag and you in drag, like are they two different people or are they the same person?
1: I mean, it's the same person because I'm, I'm a highly stylish person. I've always been highly stylish. I always want to be an entertainer, but I wanted to fight to do to do it in drag. I wanted to do this the drag career that's what I set out to do. I wanted to, you know, not impersonate, but, you know, dress up in women's clothes and and, and be a woman, so to speak, as a performer. And I was inspired, of course, we all know, by Tina Turner. Um, and the whole career was patterned, sort of my career as an entertainer was patterned by the likes of Tina Turner and how she she managed her career. The Ike and Tina Turner Review, I would like to say that I went to a no... Non-accredited degree in the in the School of Ike and Tina Turner. Uh, credit to the 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 Godfather of Rock and Roll, actually, which is Ike Turner. Um, uh, and he has such a bad rap because of his lifestyle and being bipolar and whatnot. But I do have a lot of respect for him and, and the schooling that they did and everything. Um, but that was that's what my dream was. My career is powered the way. And now it seems to be manifesting to where now I'm performing that way. Like I get up and do my songs. I have my own trajectory, my own my own uh, my own songs. I have a catalog of music. So now I get up and do those and it keeps advancing, getting better and better, so to speak. Not that the other stuff was bad, but it keeps growing and growing. Now I'm working with Markaholic. And I was working with Pierce Rowley and it keeps growing. So it's this, this manifestation of what I wanted to, to do and my own character, my own way organically. And I am the character, there was no separation. I was gonna be Glenn Schubert, it sounds very Hollywood. And then I had a derivative of Glenn Schubert, like from what she gets, what you see, the Tina Turner song, so I created GS as it is. And that was gonna be my slogan for, for my label um but now it's tammy brown because i was forced into the drag name and i want people when they address me on the street they can call me mr brown if they like um but i'm very adamant call me tammy brown i don't want you to call me other than tammy brown people you know because i was forced into the name well then, then that's what you get <laughs> you know what i mean you know that's and- interesting and the character is not outside of me. It's always what I wanted to be, who, who I want to be, see myself as an entertainer. So that's what I put put out there, you know.
0: So where does the name Tammy Brown come from? Then, like, can you explain that part? Like the oh, the part. Tammy
1: Brown happened back in high school on the net na- on the way to a nightclub one evening, and we were doing in in I don't know if, if back in, in England or whatever they had three ways where you can call somebody or somebody else can call from one party to the other. So, and then like you can have your friend, for example, it said Bob Brown and Bob Brown called Joseph's phone. And then it said Bob Brown and Joseph's like, oh, why does it say Bob Brown? And I automatically said Tammy, well, I can change the caller ID to say Tammy Brown. So that night I went to the nightclub and said, my drag name is Tammy Brown. But I was thinking Bob Brown, what an ugly name for this, for this, this friend of mine's mom, not realizing that was, I guess, concrete thinking it was her, her stepfather's name
0: right i say well that's it that's an interesting way to get your drag name i guess
1: <laughs> that's how it happened you know because it was going to be glenn schubert and they were like oh because it sounds very hollywood you know um but no they said no and that's with one in as well like tammy browns with with an ie not a y tammy Wynette, she is dead and she did die at the age of 55
0: yes well i definitely remember it's it's tammy with an ie because you sort of said it in your entrance on on season one. Are you? Hi there. My name is Tammy Brown with an IE. Um, one thing I actually want, so speaking of season one, one thing I think is really fascinating is that you were on the first season of Drag Race, like the original season. Um, so you're obviously you're kind of where it all started off. I was wondering if you could kind of tell us a bit about how you got involved in the audition process for the show and how, was it pitched to you in a different way because we've heard stories that apparently drag race originally was quite a different concept to the show that it actually is Mm
1: -hmm. so drag race um we were doing auditions there was auditions and in fact i was on the top 20 of the the sought out people for this um for drag race um i was on the top 20 if you go back and look who the top 20 was i was there And Nina flowers was in there as well in the top. She was like, in the top, but Nina flowers actually came and told me, she's like, you know, don't forget Tammy, you were in the top 20. You were the top 20. I think I actually came in 20 or whatever, but I was in the top and um, of all the Queens they wanted. And that finally got in there. And, uh, which was a big thing because it was a huge, like, um, everybody was, um, auditioning for this, this show. And then I, I lived in LA at the time. And, um, who was the queen actually came up to me finally and asked, presented herself and said, you know, I'm casting for Geron Fierce. Casting is where, and it's in the same building World of Wonders in actually now. But Duron Fierce did the casting and, and she came to me and asked me to sign up for this. And I said, Okay, sure. So I gave a week and then I called up and then I went into the audition. Originally they wanted to have an assistant. You would have an assistant with you which made perfect sense. And Gabriel, Gabriel Gonzalez was going to go in and be my assistant at the time. He's dead now. He died, left a good looking corpse, but I just want to say hi to Gabriel. Um, died very young, but anyhow, uh, but he went in with me to do my auditions and, but we were supposed to have an assistant and I didn't know really what was going to, I thought it was going to be like, Oh, I'm in LA. I have my car, Jimmy, the Jeep, Hong Kong beep beep. I'll get with the other girls. We'll have a Kiki. We'll drive around and Get what supplies and whatnot. I thought it was going to be kind of this kind of a reality show like that. I didn't know that it was going to be this putting each other, putting us against each other and stuff like that. I didn't know it was that. I thought it was going to be this kind of, you know, free for all fun reality show. You know,
0: that's, I've heard the story about that. A few people have said that it was about you were going to bring an assistant with you and you could. So a lot of people were saying that it was, it kind of, messed some people up because they kind of came thinking they were going to have an assistant to help with design and everything and then obviously in the first episode you have to make your own garment and some people couldn't sew or whatever so that was quite a difficult challenge
1: well you know whatever I mean in reality queens do the things themselves but in certain situations but they do know that you do have help you always have someone helping you you know in reality there is helpers behind the scenes helping usually uh, whatever they did, what they did, it's it is
0: what it is. Yeah, and so I would love to hear a little bit about what was it like filming season one, then, because I imagine, because obviously you were there for two episodes, which is kind of crazy in itself that you you have become such a famous like queen. Actually, from the show. Really- you, yes, yeah, I get, yeah. The reunion as I well. Mean, there's The infamous
1: reunion. You know, watch your mouth.
0: You know I'm what, what you I mean? And about also, that. <laughs> now
1: I say emphasize but watch your mouth right but I wasn't expecting um, yeah I was on on both shows I was on season one and then season one all stars and I was obviously on the show twice two times and then also the most popular from the show in a sense you know what I mean and the most outstanding catchphrases and lines is just like Betty Davis what a dump you know what I mean it never goes away now hashtag tears in the rain can't feel no pain (laughs) you know Tears in the rain, can't feel the pain. Um, But it was it was awful experience, to be honest with you, because I've worked in Hollywood, I've already been acting, I've been in commercials, I've been in music videos, you know, run the gamut. And in prof- professional, professional situations, we're catered in this and that, and they bring the food truck and stuff. This, for example, wasn't like that. They were, they had, World of Wonder had their own private little area where they had their catered stuff, but us, they gave us bags of chips and junk crisps so to speak you know bunch of junks you
0: know yeah i imagine it's very different to how it is today um as you sort of mentioned so yeah you were on season one and and all stars one and you were there both seasons you were there for two episodes and i actually there's a fun fact that you may have seen that i i posted on my instagram that you are the only contestant, I believe, that has the exact same track record on both seasons. So you were safe episode one and then eliminated episode two. And that happened both times. And I think you're the only queen that that's happened to.
1: Correct. And I don't think that should have been eliminated on on either one. You know, they cheated. And the lack of better words, I mean, they, they cheated. They cheated. I mean, because Akasha should have been kept, but I'm sure that, I mean, should have been fired or let go, eliminate it, and no, no Tino no shade, I don't have a problem with Akasha, you know, whatever, it's a TV show, you know, whatever, and she decided to pick to be the villain, and they wanted to keep some extra drama, apparently, but what, whatever, you know, I guess they wanted drama over best catchphrases, um, and then um, the same thing had happened, I beat the pants off of Latrice Royale with that lip sync, whatever, but it is what it is,
0: yeah, of course. So, as I was saying earlier, one of the things that I thought was, is so fascinating about you is that you have become like such an icon and such a memorable person. Given that you were on effectively four and five episodes, if we count the reunion, I which mean, me... so memorable. And
1: you know, I have I have three emojis on on Instagram. Do you?
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> what emojis do you have then? What's uh.
1: Well, there's the one with the chicken. There's the one also with the chicken, and then there's another one that was just recently made for, for a game where my eyes are going this way and that way. And uh, there's the chicken, that one, and and the other one, with the other one. They're all in blonde hair, so anyways.
0: Well, one of the things, so I'd love to hear a little bit more, sort of delve a little bit deeper into, the, into actually your run on the show and what it was like. So I'm sure people will be very fascinated. Um, so with let's go to season one first what was it like then because so you were safe for the first episode as we said but then the second episode was the girl group challenge and you like you, you were talking about you had to lip sync against akasha and you didn't lip sync the act like you didn't actually say the words because you said you didn't want to and you know i was wondering break, if you could the dawn. That. break the dawn yeah it was
1: just it was it was it wasn't a bop it wasn't anything special that song personally and You know, I choreographed, they gave us a a CD before we went in at the time, they even gave us a CD, but we had a list of music and I had choreographed to uh, to maybe some Beyonce songs and there uh, there was some Britney Spears songs. I mean, I did all my choreography, it's not my cup of tea, this music, but I did what I, you know, I did the dance and I did what I was supposed to do to do those, but they just knocked us in within 24 hours to learn this brand new song, Break the Dawn. And I didn't like the song. And poor thing, she's sitting up there crying, you know, the young lady, but you know, that happens. You know, you don't like everything. You don't have to like everything, you know? In reality, you don't go up there and do things you don't want to do, especially as an artist.
0: Yeah, and it also, I guess, it also, as a, maybe a bonus, it made for good television that you didn't do it. And then that maybe that's why it helped to make you memorable.
1: Hmm. Well, I just stand up for what I believe. I'm toot my own horn, you know.
0: Well, I think that's why people love you.
1: Um, it's true. So many so many so many freaks out there are like, oh we just love you, Tammy. Thank you for letting us get freakalicious. You really inspire us to just be our weird selves. You know, I never expected weird. I know I'm crazy, because crazy sticks to me like ribs, that's fine. In the seventh grade they said you're crazy. I said, Okay, I like that. Crazy sticks to me. Uh-huh, like ribs. I have to actually pray that I'm in the, I'm done with crazy people because I have too much around me, crazy enough. And I'm eccentric. That's fine, you know. But I weird. That's fine. Or queer. You know I, that word is not for me. But whatever works.
0: No, that's I think you were so quirky and so fun on the show. And whether you want to call it weird or whatever, we just loved you on the show. You were so fun. Um, one of the things I think a lot of people, a lot of the subscribers, want to know was obviously you know your iconic catchphrases. So. The one of, because when I first watched season one, because I got into Drag Race a little bit later, when I got to the reunion, mm-hmm. your interactions with RuPaul specifically, when, you know, the walking children in nature and when you basically yelled at RuPaul. Not my responsibility to make you feel good all the time. Yes, you both call me losers. And I don't see you out there walking children in nature. It was one of the moments I genuinely like my jaw, like was like, oh, because it was so fun. Like, it was such great TV. So I was wondering, what that was like filming that
1: it was it was just a tense moment and i i get upset you know i get get upset for the other ones i get upset for myself i don't i i'll I'll stand up for people in a group and usually if if someone's getting kind of bullied or, or whatever it starts to irritate me i get irritated for them i don't know i just get angry and get irritated for them and get like a bulldog and ready to attack um and then um it was just it was it was you know, how, how can you talk to us like this? You have Santino up here saying these rude things to us. Who has, who the hell is he anyways? In fact, we got him fired is what happened. Um, the popularity we were really talking amongst us, he was threatened by us and we got him fired eventually three years later, right? I think he got fired uh, or let go from the show. But it was just, it was awful. It was like, how dare you talk to us like this? You're up there, you get your makeup done. It's being done for you. You have all your looks done for you. We're over here competing. You have a water hose in our face and whatnot, which was a genius moment for me. And my makeup didn't bust, which was amazing. But, um, you know, I did a great job on that, not busting, but I was really surprised. But all that, and then to be up there sitting and judging us, you know, it's like, really, Rue? Come on, Mama Rue, you know, frack you later. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well yeah because I, I think you're probably one of the only people i can think of that's really stood up to rupaul and actually kind of said something back and it, i think that's why you've become an iconic person from drag race because you were unafraid to speak up stand up for the other queens and yourself and that moment has sort of obviously gone viral in drag race world
1: and then also to uh well i think didn't pearl stand up eventually Do I have something on my face?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think on the show, she kind of said there was that whole thing about, do I have something on my face? But not in, I think it wasn't quite in the same way. Because when you said to Rue, like, watch your mouth. You
1: forgot, Tammy. You forgot Forgot you're fabulous. Don't blame me for that. That's your f***ing responsibility. Use your mouth.
0: Right. That was one of the first times, maybe the only time I've really seen RuPaul properly like face crack. <laughs> and it was very interesting.
1: And then I also got some some old message me. Oh, how dare you talk to you know talk to talk to RuPaul like that? Shame on you! Oh, go yourself. You know, but you're going to sit here and let somebody? I don't care who RuPaul is and what RuPaul's done. Not going to talk to me like that. You know.
0: It was great. No, it was a great moment. And I thought it was really, I think it probably was, that's helped to your your career, at least on Drag Race, to for people to remember you, because you are the person that stood up to RuPaul. Um, with the, the, obviously, one of the iconic lines was walking children in nature. So I was just wondering if you could ex- sort of explain what exactly that meant.
1: Well, I look around this crazy world and this is what I see. All the plants and animals, they're screaming up at me. They say, Tammy, won't you spread the word and say this in our name? If the whole world ends tomorrow, we'll say human was to blame. You got to get up and fight. That's right, because it may not be a later. If we don't do something right now, we won't be walking children in nature. That's right. And there's a video for that out there, on um, the video for Walking Children in Nature, and it's off the album Hot Skunks. But um, I, I volunteered, I volunteer a lot and I've always, um, as a docent in, in uh, different areas in LA and walking children, not grooming kids, but helping kids uh, learn about nature. They come from the concrete jungle. I take them out to a walk and show them different, uh, the indigenous culture that we have in Los Angeles, real American history and, and show them birds and different, you know, different plants, flora and fauna. And we take a hike. And then also I, there was another line that was cut out too, was taking care of old ladies because I, I've always, I have, I love older people and I'm always with older people. I like their knowledge. I like to hear their ease with life and the way that they, they look at life. And I personally can't wait till I'm older. I'm living to be 60, to be honest with you, at least 90, 96. That's my goal. And I just can't wait because then I'll die and it'll be all over and hopefully I'll go to a black hole in the sky. Cause I'm done with this
0: planet that's a very good way of, of looking at it.
1: well I mean this place is an awful place I mean it's I love the planet but we we as humans ruin it and if it's going to be constantly this cycle of ups and downs and 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 unfair to everyone I'm just done with it and the cruelty to animals and cruelty to and the emotions we have to constantly be going through to to work through oh, well I'm done i humbug as they say yeah.
0: well that's fair enough Um uh-huh. So you talked about, sort of stuff. was there anything else that was cut out of the, the season one reunion? Was there any other iconic stuff or interesting stuff that you wish they had kept in?
1: No, that, that was it. I just didn't understand that, you know? But I have a lot of older friends. They sometimes harp on this now. Oh, you talk about the elder. Well, who the f- cares? You're old. It's not a big f***ing deal. I'm still hanging out with you. Still push your wheelchair, or drag you along. Just don't cling on to me, honey.
0: I don't like clay <laughs> well, That's fair enough.
1: You know, I guess are some people try to live by curiosity through you sometimes. It's like, come on, what are, what are you doing?
0: Well, or get involved think...
1: in your dates. Hmm?
0: I think a lot of people probably they're they they are sort of attracted to you and your personality because you are just so interesting and so quirky and so like naturally funny and charismatic. And I think that was maybe one of the reasons, probably the reason why you were on All Stars 1 because even though you were only on two, three episodes of season one, you made such a mark and you were so funny and you showed that you obviously had more to give. So I was just wondering when you got the call for season um, for All Stars 1, what was that like?
1: Well, you know, I was having dreams before All Stars 1. I had two dreams that I was with Chanel. And then I was working with Chanel on a TV show, actually. So that was very interesting. So oh, okay, universe, I guess it's saying something that I'm going to be on there. Um, but uh, I was, I was like, okay, let's do it. That's fine by me. You know, where's the secret location? I'll meet you there.
0: And what were your? So one of the big things about All Stars One that I thought was just a, it was a bit odd was the teams being put in pairs. What? Mm-hmm. And obviously, you so you were with Nina Flowers. Um, who's also amazing and very, very talented. Um, what was that like then in terms of did what did you feel about being in teams? You
1: know, I, I was happy to be in a team with Nina because Nina and I picked each other right off the bat. They made it seem like we had heard I picked each other right off the bat, which is pretty cool, you know. So I, I was happy to work with her. You know, I think they came down hard because she picked a, a different artist, La Lupe to perform La Lupe, and everybody should look up La Lupe. She's a lot of fun. Boricua, Puerto Rican, um, which is the island the United States of America owns, by the way. We own that island. Um, I'm very political, you know. Know know that I focus on what's going politically. But uh, yeah, I, I was happy to work with her and I think they could have been a lot easier on us, but that's what they like to do. But you know, it made for good TV and I guess I stole that show
0: you really did i mean one of the bits i we, we you kind of mentioned it at the beginning so the untucked episode where you said the iconic line of telly tubby teleport us to mars
1: uh-huh. Well, come on
0: telly tubby
1: well you already did this girl oh well come, oh. come on tell tubby teleport us to mars
0: what the f- um i was just wondering if you could so where did that come from because on the show at least it made it look slightly it made it look like it was a bit random like it came out of nowhere so I was just wondering what prompted you to say that to Manila
1: well because Manila was dressed as a Teletubby her and their their look was Teletubbies her and her and, and Latrice were 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 Teletubbies so I figured you know well come on Teletubbies teleport us you know what I was trying to deflate the situation or distract from the situation, of course. And, you know, she was instigating the situation that instig- we were bullying. Um, of course, uh, what's her name? Mimi. B- Mimi was, she was being bullied and picked on. And then it was like, you know, why are we doing this? And they were instigating it The the untucked people and yada, yada, yada. And it kept change her costume, change it around. She is making a fool of herself and they are being assholes. And I was like, well, let me just, try to, you know, I wasn't the only one doing that. It was also, the deflecting was also, um, oh gosh, uh, who was it? Was in there with me, Borikwa. um, she was also deflate, trying to deflate the situation was, um, oh gosh, who was on there with me? Who was it? It was, um,
0: oh do you do you mean like alexis mateo and yara sofia
1: yara yara was also yara was also with me and she was also really working on deflecting the situation and we were both talking to the camera because on our previous seasons if you talk to the cameras they wouldn't they wouldn't show that on the tv and they wouldn't show that they would tell us oh there's no point because on season one i was like angry and i would say things you know like and they're like what well, doesn't matter what you're saying right now tammy because we can't show this anyways, you're talking to the camera, you know, you know, blah, blah. So we knew that coming in that we could do that. So we were manipulating, trying to manipulate, but they had already one up on us already. They switched things, they were already switching things around cutting and editing. They knew how to do that already. For example, I said, your father Marlene Dietrich. They turned that around to say my father somehow. Let me tell you what, my father Marlene Dietrich
0: right yeah because I, I i thought that untucked on oh well just all stars one in general was fascinating to me it was so i think it's so different to drag race now but it was so iconic and there were so many like arguments and it was kind of crazy i was just wondering what it was what was it actually like filming that you you talked a bit about maybe there was some shady production going on sort of did you see anything or were you told to say anything or what how did that kind of situation come about
1: Oh I was always said they were always trying to instigate something with me try to get me to say something bad about this one or that one I don't care you know what you're wearing or what they're doing I'm staying in my lane I care about what I'm doing you know I don't have to worry about what's going on in your atmosphere this is mine you know, so they would try to and they would have me in this room and I was there was some producers that I was friends with. So they'd be like, oh, we're going to switch Eric in here to talk to Tammy. So what I do is I just get in there and I start talking about things and talk about how the car and I just love riding in my car. I love going to Laurel Canyon. I drive around Laurel Canyon. Sometimes I make wheelie pop wheelies and just set it up. And one time I just ran my mouth so much. They switched people out and I got one of the people to fall asleep. <laughs> Because they try to instigate stuff. I don't, you know, I'm not going to sit here. And that's, I think, one of the reasons they didn't keep me on the show because they want me to talk about people, you know. And I'm not going to do that. What what do I have to do that, you know? That's not what I'm here to do. I'm going to stay in my lane. You do you. I do me, you know.
0: No, you were very interesting. And it was, I think the reason why people liked you on the show both times was because you were just so unfiltered, but you were being yourself. And I kind of felt like, the judges maybe try to kind of paint this picture that you were this high concept character implying as though you are putting on an act like you're that's not your real personality but I think that it actually kind of is like that's why I thought I think people like you because you were being so genuine
1: yeah of course it's it's all you have to be is genuine and I'm here to make good tv I'm here to act I came to Hollywood to act and be an acting drag queen and a performing drag queen, and that's why I moved to Hollywood for. That's w- what I did. And I've been successful at it, you know. Um, and what? Why am I going to fake it? It's a reality show. You know what I mean?
0: No, it's it's true. And one of the th- one of the other moments from All Stars One that I think is very memorable was and and again, it similar to when you called RuPaul out on All Stars One, you kind of called Michelle Visage out. And you made that comment about um, the line of makeup on her neck.
1: Associate's degree in fashion. I do know these things. I'm being read right in front of my eyes. I'm being read. If I was going to read, I can talk about that line on someone's neck. So I was
0: just wondering, when you said that, I mean, obviously it was really like funny and it kind of gagged Michelle, but were you worried that you were going to get eliminated or you would kind of maybe cause problems for yourself in the competition because you were saying things like that
1: no i wasn't worried a lot of the girls would be like oh, you don't talk like that because they come from the pageantry background and stuff and how you're supposed to talk from being in a pageant i wasn't worried about that this isn't a pageant you know this isn't I'm not running for miss america or any of this kind of you know what I'm, what I'm saying i'm not worried about that or miss gay of usa i'm not gonna worry and i'm not gonna placate to the to, their desires and Michelle up there you know you she got sued by Madonna back in the 80s so girl I know your tea yeah so like I didn't know I read your books you know I read RuPaul's book letting it all hang out and I had already started to see the flaws in RuPaul before I got on the show that he takes from other people and makes it his own so to speak you know he's always been doing that I don't know that burnt up a mink coat well I think maybe he might have stole that from Paris's
0: Yeah, well, that's it's an interesting point you brought up about those two. So do you have a relationship in any way with Rue and Michelle now?
1: Oh, they like me. You know, they They like me. I'm one of the, you know, they, they don't. Michelle likes me a lot. and I like her. I just don't. I'm not going to play along with her bullshit game. I'm also a Virgo, too. But my Scorpio does rise. Which you can hear in my song Soothsayer, which is a nice box. Came from a Halloween Spooktacular, which is out there on Out TV. I believe y'all get Fruit TV, right? Fruit or something
0: in the Uh, UK? Perhaps. I've never heard of that particular channel, but perhaps we
1: do. Okay. I think it in Ireland or whatever, but different place.
0: Yeah. I mean, we have so many channels these days. Mm -hmm. But Um, I have a Halloween
1: Spooktacular out there. Check it out. And there's also the Browns. Check those out. They're on Amazon Prime and then on Out TV. And then there's also Tammy Brown. Uh, The Christmas
0: special, yeah. There's lots lots of Tammy Brown out there.
1: There is, you know, because everybody's always hung up on the show and I'm like, there's so much. And like, there's also the dish that I'm working on, you know, that I work on here in Florida.
0: That was going to be my next question. So, yeah, so you are starring in The Dish, which was created by Adam Barter. So I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about what is The Dish about and what's your part in it?
1: Hello everybody. Teletubbies, that's right. Teleport us to Mars. All you lot lizards. All you earthlings coming in, coming in. The dish is a campy reality show with some campy characters such as Tan Mom and some really like I you know, lack of better words, some really like Z celebrities. And Mama June is in there and then um and Adam and these are all people cats that are in his in his bag of tricks you know what I mean and he he um he found me uh, he came to interview me for his his podcast or uh, little interview show he does it here in Wilts Manor at the Hamburger Mary's when I was coming to do a show which I'll be coming back in April here in Florida and uh, he came and interviewed me and then he was really into what I was doing and telling me about his tv show The Dish and would like for me to be a narrator and I said, well, okay, sure, whatever. And, you know, I don't really know these people and I don't want to be run through the meal myself, but sure, and he showed me the money he pays me to do it. So I'm like, all right, cool, money walks, you know, and I'll do the talking.
0: <laughs> no, it, it's a fun show and um, I, I, I've seen a few episodes of it. Can you, how is the show different to maybe some other shows, some other reality shows?
1: Well, this one is a lot. This one's a lot. Uh, it's raw. It's a lot raw. I don't really have to go do acting. I I kind of do do my stuff remotely. I'm. Um, I was doing it in L.A. Um, and then um. So this next season, they're gonna have a next season, and I'd probably they want me to be a bigger, you know, bigger starring starring role in it. Whatever. Good luck. But uh, no, no, I'm happy to do it. I really appreciate that Adam arranged this interview and and to bring me on and likes working with me. So. It's different because it's just a little more relaxed. It's a little sillier, it's campier, you know. And it's Adam's dream to create this, so I'm happy to support him and he's real supportive of me, so.
0: Yeah, no, it's, it's a fun show and I think, and there are a few other Drag Race people as well as yourself, so a few Detox. other cameos.
1: There's Detox in there. Yeah. And then we also got, uh, oh gosh, who else is in there? Um, so bad
0: with names. Stacy Lane uh, Matthews is yeah, in Stacey it. Stacy Lane Matthews.
1: Yes, 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 yes. I love Stacy Lane. She's a sweetheart.
0: And and so, what can people then expect in terms of your part in it? Like what 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 do you bring to the show? I suppose.
1: Well, right now I'm the narrator. And just being my quirky self and and I'm supposed to read or judge these people for their shenanigans. That's what they pretty much do. I mean, that's what I'm doing is like, oh God, this again or whatever, you know, so to speak like that. And he loves it, you know, Adam, and people like that about me. So I just make comments about their shenanigans and how ridiculous they are.
0: <laughs> and was there, was there, is there perhaps a highlight of, let's say the first three episodes because the other ones haven't come out yet so we don't want spoilers but is there a highlight from the first couple of episodes
1: oh the highlight is just that i get to be on there and, and read those people to filth ah so to speak <laughs> all right and these folks that's right asked me to promote their little reality show they put together uh-huh isn't that cute <laughs> fuzzy wootzer. <laughs> you know but it's 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 fun i mean it's fun to sit there and say these ridiculous things about them you
0: know yeah you know it's, it's a really fun show i've watched the episodes that are out and um yeah it's, it's a really fun show i really liked it it's very kind of quirky a bit like you and it's kind of you don't quite understand what's going on as you go through it's just like sort of kind of crazy but very entertaining at the same time so that's the
1: good thing is it's the it's filmed here in in um gold gold it's here films here in um florida you know which is a good thing and i'm happy to support that as well because of the shenanigans going on here politically with that they don't want gay and the racism and all this different stuff that's going on with ben santos this uh, governor they have he's a psycho fuck and then of course we have the trumpster who who's also here as well you know he's here you know so i think it's a good thing to 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 be part of this and, and show some some help to Florida, being that Florida is one of the most popular you know, states in the United States of the Americas. Because the four most popular states, was well, California and New York, New York and California. Then of course you got Texas, of course, which is another one, which I'm from that one. It's another doozer, which they need a, an enema. And then they need to step it up. And then also there's Florida, I would say comes after Texas probably.
0: Yeah, Florida is a very, I've been on vacation in Florida, and it's a very interesting place. We we were kind of talking about it before we started. But it's very interesting. And I think in the show, it, it provides a very good backdrop to this story. And like, obviously, you have like the sun and nice weather and stuff. So that obviously helps as well. So Um, So episodes one to three are currently out on Tubi and I'll put a link in the description for people. And um, the rest of the episodes will be coming out, I think, next month or in the the near future. So make sure you go and check out The Dish because it is very, very funny. And I thought you were really good in it as well. I thought you were the, the perfect narrator for it. Well,
1: that's thanks to Adam, you know. And I'm happy to help him with more projects, you know, whatever it takes... And it's cool that in this time, you can kind of create things on your own, you know what I mean? And, and create your own studios, you can create your own product, your own content. It's kind of like at the beginning of what Hollywood was in a way where the, or film industry, where people were creating their own content, their own studios and everything.
0: You know, it's, I think the internet as well has really opened up people being able to do stuff remotely like this interview, like we're, we're doing it remotely. I'm in London, you're in Florida. So it it opens up a whole new world and new possibilities that you wouldn't have had like 20 years ago, 30 years ago whatever so um so I'd love to um get on to some subscriber questions if okay. I may We I mentioned before I had lots of questions that came in like the most I've ever seen. So um I've just sort of picked out a couple of the top ones. So um one person said, do you feel that because you are from one of the older seasons that World of Wonder neglects or forgets about you and your castmates in favor of the newer seasons? And how would you like to see that change um, and see fairer treatment from WoW?
1: There won't be any changes with WoW. They don't listen to, you know, this. they don't listen, they don't care. There's nothing that can be changed. Just got to keep doing your thing. And I'm not worried about them. That's just that, you know, there's nothing I can do about it. I don't see anything changing, and I don't. I don't care, you know. Quite frankly, I'm doing my thing. I'm on the crazy train, and we're going to keep going. We're still on the rails.
0: <laughs> and do you? So the first part of the question: Do you feel that older, season queens, for like yourself from the uh, the earlier seasons, are kind of neglected by Wow?
1: Well, they are neglected. I mean, that's that's a thing. I think also too that I might have screwed up uh, with them. Because of, um, I didn't go to the season uh, season 10 reunion. They had a season 10 reunion, but I had to go where the money flows. I went with Trixie Mattel to Australia and performed over there. Uh, you know, I opened for her on that show and now Kelly Mantles is working with her. Kelly Mantles, who's one of my good friends and buddies and also co-star of my shows and the Browns and all that. She, um, she, she, she's opening for Trixie and Katya right now. I mean, or working with them in the play actually the show that they're doing on the road which is really cool and uh no i you know they're just not very nice and that's just how they are and i didn't go to that reunion so maybe they have me on the back burner about that and then recently this last minute they sent me a message to come to the 200th episode well i'm not going to be around to come to the 200th episode maybe if you would let us know in advance sure i could come to some of your events but you know
0: Oh, no. it's, it's interesting to hear about your relationship with WAB, wow, because I think a lot of the queens usually are quite guarded about that. And they don't want to say anything bad about the show because they're worried about repercussions. So it's refreshing to hear someone talking openly and honestly about their relationship with with the company.
1: I don't have a problem with them. Like back as a kid, when I, I used to go audition in Hollywood to Toronto Fierce. Uh, and that was in the same place there where, where WoW's at right there in Hollywood, at Cherokee, whatever. Uh, it's the street they're on and the building's located in. And I was like, but they were smaller at the time. And I was, I remember going with Jules from Long Beach and other people to this place to audition. I'd be like, this is RuPaul's company. The company RuPaul was always talking about. He would have these shows on RuPaul's. RuPaul had a TV show on VH1 back in the 90s. And it was, th- there was three seasons of it. And it got eliminated, believe it or not. It got eliminated because they were calling it Theron uh, from World of Wonder actually told me that they they pulled the plug on the show VH1 did because that Viacom they were calling it the the black the black drag queen channel so there was a bit of racism going on and so they pulled the plug on that show but and he also had another little show after the show called it RuPaul's Jukebox and it was like a dance songs and different songs he liked compilations of videos and he would host this little show and at the end of each one he would say like wonderful company to work for World of Wonder so I knew of World of Wonder and I was really happy to go work for them you know and, and to be part of that knowing the history of RuPaul and everything from growing up with it um but they're not a, you know, they just not, I don't have to worry about the repercussions of them. This is my life, that's their life. If they want me to come and work for them, I'll be more than happy to come work for them. You know what I mean? If they want me to come on another All Stars, that's fine, but I'm not gonna come on and be a clothes horse. But I highly doubt that I'll be able to get on there and make another ton of um, catchphrases.
0: Well, that was one of the questions that was the most asked, I'm sure you can imagine. pretty much everyone wanted to know they basically said we love tammy like she's our favorite they wanted to say like you're an icon and they one of the questions that kept coming up was would you go back for another all-stars
1: you know, that's fine. I would go, this is the most same. Like when I do DragCon this year, Los Angeles DragCon, I will do, I'm going to have a, a scientific most asked questions. We're not asking these questions anymore because that's one that's constantly asked over and over. And you know, there's nothing I can do about it. I'd be more than happy to do it for you, all my audience. But I have other stuff that's out there. So pay attention to the other stuff and help uplift my other stuff so you can see more of me on other shows and I can do my own thing. You know, that, that's probably the best way to do it because you can write them a letter or whatever you want to do, but they're not going to do anything about it. Mama Ru don't care.
0: Well, um, one of the other questions that kind of we, we were sort of touching on before was um, someone said, I believe in my heart and my soul that when you told RuPaul, excuse your mouth, something shifted in the cosmos I just wanted to thank you for always delivering top tier moments like that one.
1: Oh, well, thank you so much. You just gotta be yourself, toot your own horn and don't put up with sh- But But remember, trust no one, just be nice.
0: That's true. Um, and someone else said, um, do you, do you acknowledge, or I guess they want to, they kind of saying like, are you aware of the fact that you paved the way for concept characters and you're responsible for helping make the careers of several fan favorites and other winners possible? All right now you're quirky. I love it. People love it. Are you like this 24 hours a day? I'm a high concept character.
1: Yes, of course. I, I mean, that's nice to hear. Thank you. I mean, you just got to be yourself and do your thing. I mean, I am aware that, you know, I do my thing and I'm an originator. I'm blazing trails. You are. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, they broke the mold when they made me. I-,
0: I think it's very safe to say that there is no one else like Tammy Brown.
1: Because I am an originator, you know? And What's I it? call huh?
0: Well, No, sorry, carry on.
1: I consider myself renaissanceual.
0: What does that mean?
1: Renaissance, and renessential. Ah. Uh-huh. Renaissance. You know, you just I just create my own thing and do my own stuff, you know what I mean? And I, I do believe it's time for a renaissance period and on this planet.
0: No, it it's true. I think you were very you're very you different to a lot of other queens, and I think there's that's amazing that there's representation for all different types of queens, whether you're a conceptual character or not. And I think that's great, and that's one of the things that everyone loves about drag is that everyone's different and everyone brings something different to the table.
1: And I am a comedian, you know, like for the, it was unfair for them to say, oh, you're not funny. Yes, I am funny. But the, the way that they they do you on the show and stuff, I mean, that's why Adam got me on the show on, on hashtag the dish. That's why I'm on there because I'm naturally funny. I'm naturally a comedian. It took me a while to acknowledge that, um, that I was a comedian. I didn't want to, I wanted to just be a, you know, a drag queen entertainer, but I am a comedian. I'm naturally funny so and now you know i do the stand-ups in my show and whatnot you know what i mean
0: you know speaking of funny um one of the things that obviously one of the big challenges on the shirt one of the main challenges on, on drag race is the snatch game mm-hmm. and you never really got to do a snatch game on your seasons you did like that kind of improv challenge but not quite the same um right. So one of the, I don't know if you saw, but on one of the more recent seasons, on season 14, Angeria did you as, in Snatch Game. I was wondering what you thought about that.
1: I thought it was great. You know what I mean? She did her best and um, I was flattered that she was doing me. I was flattered that she brought me up, um, that I was, the, my relevancy is, is great. Um, I'm the queen's queen, so to speak. All the queens like me. The winner of uh, Pen- uh, Penelope. Shit. The last winner of Black. Why can't I say people's names right? Anyways, the one who won the, the Queen Penelope, right? That one last season?
0: Willow Pill.
1: Willow Pill. God, Willow Pill. I am not here today. Um, out too, too late last night at this Wigwood here. In fact, I'm going to go listen to Lady Bunny spinning some records in, in a little while. She's, she's here performing Lady Bunny, who's one of my favorite queens, uh, all-time favorite queen. Um, but I'm the queen's queen. I was I was thrilled that Angeria did me, or Angeria, whatever, however you say her name. But, you know, she mentioned Tina Turner as well, my love for Tina Turner, Nutbush. And I mean, you know, spot on, so to speak, and brought up all these different things. And she also said that in editing, it was done a certain way, and she had those little kooky things going on. So, you know, whatever, you know, I, it makes me feel good
0: you know I'm happy and I'm happy for her so no I mean uh so uh, I mean, I'm not I don't do drag but like I like I'm sure most people when I'm watching drag race I always think who would I do in snatch game mm-hmm. and I'm not just saying this because you're here but genuinely I've always thought I would do Tammy Brown because I think you've got so many iconic catchphrases don't ask me to do it because I wouldn't I, I probably wouldn't do it justice <laughs> But I would have done kind of what Angiri did with like the hand movements, and I would have, you know, done the walking children in nature. And I think you've just got such a quirky sense of humor and personality, and you're so well known within Drag Race. That I, and also, it's clearly obvious that RuPaul finds you hysterical. So I think it would work well as a snatch game character. Sweet. You yeah. never know. Who knows? <laughs> um, so, and someone else asked, um, who are your biggest inspirations, and if you could meet anyone, alive or dead, fictional or non-fictional, who would it be?
1: Well, I always, like I've said before, I've always wanted to meet Tina Turner, but now she's retired, so I had to settle for the Barbie doll.
0: Tina Turner is also great, so that's a very, if you have to meet someone, Tina Turner would be a great choice. Now, who are your influences? My influences, first of all, started with
1: Tina Turner. Uh Uh-huh. You like Tina Turner? Because I like her too. She has long legs and nice weeks. And I really like that. And I aspire for that high life condition. That's what got me moving in drag, was Tina Turner. Oh, yeah. Hello. She's such an inspiration. I mean, and what a person and just a cool person is. And I practice the Buddhism as well, you know, for 22 years now. I've been chanting Nam Yoho Venge Kyo, and I recommend it to anybody who needs some meditation or some practice. It, it does work, it's good therapy, uh, and it does change your perspective on life and and, situ- and things um, and the environment. It brings your highest self out. And I, I really like that about her. And I, I love her aesthetic. I love her, actually, I love her simplicity of aesthetic too. It's all her. And she was never given the credit. Um, do that as what a beautiful woman she actually was a beautiful woman that commercially beautiful aesthetically sick model face you know was never really given that especially here in the united states as much around the world so much and the only thing that she ever got was the haynes commercial so much for that but
0: no i mean tina's an incredible artist like she's amazing singer like you said very pretty incredible like dancer performer super talented had this amazing backstory and like this horrible history you know obviously with the relationship and everything but she's turned that into a positive and she is a a huge icon inspiration so I can see why you would choose her
1: but even that not even just that that not nothing to do um even with her um with um the backstory but also how 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 hard she had to work as well and through the career and her positive attitude through the career even when it wasn't going so well, but she kept working. What was else to do? But I was working at least, you know what I mean? So that's the positive and I just love the aesthetic, the wigs, simplicity. And then back in the day she had the allergies to makeup. So that if you look back, all she's wearing is lashes. She didn't really wear anything besides lashes. Maybe some not even any gloss or anything, because she had an allergy to makeup, but that was her beautiful face. And she's not piled up with jewelry or anything, you know.
0: Yeah, no, she's she's incredibly talented. So um And I also had a question from someone called Adam Barter, and Uh um, he said, "What, what do you think that Mama Roo would make of the dish?
1: Oh, I don't care what Mama Roo would do. How about that for you, Adam?
0: Well, thank you so much. Um, I'd love to get on to my quick fire round of questions. Okay. Sounds so it's good. five quick questions. They some of them are drag related, some of them are not. So it's just sort of like top of your mind, first thing that comes to your head. So lipstick or lip gloss? Lipstick. Yes or no, pineapple on pizza. Yes. Favorite
1: emoji? Well, my Tammy Brown emojis. I also like the heart emoji. I'm really glad they made a human heart.
0: Um, Cocktail or champagne? Champagne, crisp
1: champagne, French champagne only, honey.
0: And can you summarize your experience on drag race in one word and and summarize your experience on the dish in one word? wonderful wonderful for both
1: just a jubilee jubilee oh, for the dish wonderful for RuPaul's drag race oh mama ru i love
0: you <laughs> <laughs> well thank you so much tammy it's been absolutely wonderful speaking to you You're de- you are one of my favorites always has been i'm sure other people feel the same way um could where can people find you if they want to hear more about you or learn more about you like social media and any projects you've got coming up?
1: Well, I have a website planet Tammy. And then we also have, um, we have my YouTube channel. It's Tammy Brown. We have the albums. I'm available on all musical platforms. We also have, um, you, I'm on, um, many TV shows. I have the Browns, the dish. You can find me on the dish, check out hashtag the dish, please. That's why we're here. Ah, Oh, that's for Adam. So anyways, and then uh, The Dish and many other uh, platforms. I have a TikTok Planet Tammy. I have my website Planet Tammy. I have the Instagram Planet Tammy. I don't know what's going on with the algorithms, though, on Instagram anymore. And I also have a a Facebook fan page. Facebook. And uh, uh, you know, recently, I willingly got hacked.
0: I got mm-hmm. scammed,
1: hijacked, they hijacked my page, but I got it back now. So we're back, but cause we built it up to a hundred and a hundred and, and, uh, 4, 4, followers, which we built it up, you know, which is a good number, whatever. It's not a competition, but happy to have it. And Jose Guzman Colon helps me with that. The well-known photographer.
0: Well, I'm sure, I'll, I'll put all the links and everything up on screen in the description because I'm sure everyone will want to go and follow you if they're not following you already because I've been following you for a long time and I love all your, like it's so kooky and so interesting. So I'm sure people will be subscribing to that and pushing your numbers up. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you so much. I really enjoyed it. And I really hope that we see more of Tammy Brown. We definitely will, but maybe on an all-stars and almost certainly on The Dish. So thank you so much. Top notch. Thank you so much. Bye. bye.